0: Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I do want to encourage you to check out uh, my wife's business, Asher Eclipse. At Asher Eclipse, my wife sells some great hair clips, hairpins, and headbands, and they just have a variety of really nice styles to uh, fit the needs and taste of a wide variety of women. They also have different sizes for each particular design to fit the thickness and length of hair. You can check out her business over at. Lilarose.biz That's L-I-L-L-A Rose.biz slash Ashira S-H-I-R-A And you can check out her uh, Facebook page for the business at Ashira.greatdetectives.net Well, now it's time for today's episode of Mystery is My Hobby and this one is Murder at Asa Cook's House.
1: Mystery is my hobby. Today's story began here in New York. I'd received word that a suicide had taken place at the home of Senator Asa Clark at 123 West Cameron Street and that murder was suspected. Knowing that Inspector Noah Danton was also aware of the tragedy and would probably get in touch with me sooner or later, I decided to beat him to the punch by arriving on the scene before he did. Miss Alice Clark?
2: Yes? Oh, are you the police? Oh, thank heaven you have come. Please hurry.
1: Oh, I, I'd better <laughs> explain, Miss Clark. This
2: way, please. In there.
1: Well, not a pretty sight, is he? Bullet hole between his eyes. Gun still clutched in his hand with a finger crooked around the trigger. Dried blood all over his face.
2: <sighs> oh, it's horrible.
1: Yes, it's. Well, so, so. What is it? I've just recognized your corpse, Miss Clark. Imagine finding him here. Who is he? You don't know? Of
2: course not. I never saw him before in my life.
1: But what's he doing in your living room?
2: Oh, I don't know. I came in about an hour ago, and I heard a noise in this room and opened the door, and oh, it's horrible. This
1: is incredible. A man of Moxie Ramon's caliber entering Senator Asia Clark's house Moxie
2: Ramon? Is that his name?
1: Yes, he's a small-time racketeer and gambler. I don't suppose your father ever mentioned the name?
2: Oh, no. Dad's been in Washington for months now. the
1: name means absolutely nothing to you? No. Something off color here somewhere doesn't add up.
2: Well, there must be some reason why he should come here to commit suicide. Suicide? Why, yes. That's what happened, isn't it?
1: I'm afraid not, Miss Clark. Everything is against it. What do you mean? To begin with, Moxie Ramon wouldn't have the courage to shoot himself. Second, when a man shoots himself with a revolver... There were always powder marks because of the closeness of the gun.
2: I suppose you're right.
1: And lastly, the wound is directly between Moxie's eyes. There's hardly a case on record in which a suicide shot himself between the eyes. As a matter of fact, it's practically impossible. Then,
2: then what did happen?
1: The answer to that is obvious. Someone else shot him.
2: Do you mean he was murdered?
1: Yes. And as soon as Inspector Danton gets Inspector
2: here, Inspector was... Danton, aren't you Inspector Danton? No.
1: I'm afraid not, and I doubt very much if the inspector would if, feel flattered. If
2: you're not the police, then you must be one of them.
1: One of whom, Miss Clark?
2: So that's it. It was all a trick to to get me to talk and to show it.
1: Yes, and... go on.
2: I won't go on. I won't. I know why you're here. I know exactly why
1: you're... Oh, must be the inspector now. Suppose we let him in, and then you can continue with your story...
2: I'm going to have you arrested. You told me that you were the police, and are you Inspector Danton?
1: Yes, ma'am.
2: Oh, thank heaven! This man is an impostor. I want him arrested.
1: What's that, Gray? Good evening, Inspector. I've just been accused of impersonating a rather well-known police officer. Impersonate? Say, what is this? Are you Alice Clark?
2: Yes, I am. A few minutes ago, this man came here and said he was you and tried to get information from me.
3: Said he was me. This man here said he was me. No, Miss Clark. I believe anything but that. <laughs> Why, Inspector. Do, do you know him? Know him? <laughs> Sometimes I wish I didn't. He's Barton Drake. Writes books on crime. Yes, I know oh,
2: him. I'm so sorry. Oh,
3: it's quite all right, Miss Clark. And uh, now that we're all one big happy family, someone called up and said there'd been a suicide. Oh, that
2: was I. I, I guess I made a mistake. Well, Mr. Drake says it wasn't suicide. It was murder.
1: Murder? Not Senator Clark? No, Inspector. Our corpus electi is an old friend of yours, Moxie Ramon. Maxe Ramon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Murdered in this house? Now, wait a minute, Jump Jumping Judas, what is that? It
4: came from the living room.
1: Maybe Moxie wasn't as dead as we thought he was.
2: No. Not Another.
3: Oh, yeah, Judas, right between the eyes.
1: Keep yes. back, Miss Clark. That's no sight for a lady. <laughs> oh,
4: this is terrible.
1: Yeah, a mess, all right. Two bodies
3: of bullet holes right between the eyes. Hey, the window's open. Yes, it is. Let's go over and take a look. Yeah, this is the way he got in, all right.
1: And got out, too. Got out, but... Uh, the shot couldn't have come from the outside, Inspector, because victim number two was out of line with the window. Yeah, that's right. Moxie. Moxie, Inspector, is as dead as a marinated herring. I made sure of that. Yes, but... Oh! Okay. <gasps> What is it, Miss Clark?
2: My
3: brother. What? Who? The one on the floor? Jumping Judas. But we certainly stepped into something. Checking these footprints outside the house isn't getting us anywhere, Bart. It's too dark to see anything anyway. I
1: believe you're right, Inspector. However, it does give us a chance to talk without being interrupted by Miss Clark's aunt.
3: That's Izzy Dame. (laughs) The way she acted a couple of murders is something you buy tickets for. Who is she anyhow?
1: Her name is Sissy Aiken. She's Senator Clark's sister. She's staying with the kids while the Senator's in Washington. It is a fortunate thing, though, that there was a woman around to take care of Alice. But, you know something? I
3: got the idea that Alice wasn't so upset over her brother's death as she tried to make out.
1: Yes, you know, I had that same feeling, Inspector. So what's the answer? I wish I knew. Nothing about this case rings true. Alice thought, or said she thought, Moxie shot himself. She said she didn't know him. And when she found out I wasn't a policeman, she accused me of being one of them.
3: Uh, Who does she mean by them? I haven't
1: the slightest idea. Now, we both feel that... She was putting on an act when her brother was shot.
3: So perhaps the answer's right under our nose, eh? As soon as the boys finish checking the fingerprints.
1: (laughs) You mean that we'll find out that Alice is guilty of both murders, Inspector? I wish, but I'm afraid we're not going to find it quite as simple as that. Why would Senator Asia Clark's daughter shoot two men when one of them is her own brother? I'm afraid we've got to dig up a motive to make such a theory even worth considering.
3: Yeah, I see what you mean. Hey!
1: What is it, Inspector?
3: There's someone going up the walk.
1: Yeah, I see him. Walking with rather a business-like stride, too. Yeah,
3: maybe that's our man. Come on. No,
1: no, no, wait a minute. Inspector, huh? wait. Let's see what happens. He's on the porch now. Walking right in as though he owned the place.
3: Maybe he does. Maybe Alice has got two brothers. No,
1: there are only two children. That young man certainly doesn't act as though he expected to find a house full of policemen. Perhaps we'd better go in and introduce ourselves. <laughs>
5: Now,
1: Ben, you listen to me. Oh, I'm tired of listening to you. Oh, like, like an argument. Now, that reason.
3: dizzy dane's probably throwing her weight around again. I'm
5: going to see Alice,
3: and you're not going to stop but me.
4: But you can't see her. She's ill. Oh, Inspector, please explain Okay,
5: Miss Aiken, all right, Bob. Who are you? None of your business.
4: Ben, say it, you ben dad, say it. Don't you dare talk to Inspector. I'll talk to him any
5: way I want. You keep out of this, Miss Aiken. I came to see Alice, and nobody's going to stop me. Oh, is that so? Well, now, we'll see about that. Say, <coughs> hey, take your hands off
3: me. Not so fast, Bob. Sit down in that chair and behave yourself. What's your name?
4: His name is Ben Sayer, and he's a horrible uh, young man. Suppose
3: I... we give the young man a chance to answer for himself, Miss Satan. He can... won't
4: answer. He's too stubborn. I can't imagine. Miss
3: Satan, please. If
4: I were Alice, I'd never, never speak to him as long as I yes, live. Yes, but I if... can't imagine ever being in love with... Shut a... up! Oh, I expect to answer. Oh, you're so massive. Oh, I'd <laughs> say
1: <sake>, bye. <laughs> You and Miss Aiken continue in the library while I ask this uh, young man some questions.
4: Why, I think that would be wonderful, Inspector. Let's go into the library. I love to
1: So you're Alice's boyfriend, are you, son? None of your business who I am. Now look, that kind of attitude isn't going to get you anywhere.
5: Okay, now let me ask a few questions. What are the cops doing here? <laughs> you don't have to answer. I know why they're here. Alice called him, didn't
1: she? Yes, matter of fact, she did.
5: Yeah. Sure. I told her if she'd let that punk come here again, I'd kill him. And I will, too. He's not going to have her. She's in love with me.
4: I'll kill him. I'll... Now,
1: wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just who is it that you're so set on killing? <laughs> As if you didn't know. Look, Hopper, you're not kidding me. Maybe you've got to jump on
5: me this time. But if that punk Moxie... Marcy... Moxie? Yeah, Moxie. Moxie Ramon. I know he's here. I was waiting outside. I saw him through the window. Uh, Ben...
1: Would you mind stepping this way for a minute? Well, what for? Say, you can't order me around here. I'm not one of you. Your friend Moxie's in that room. What? If you don't believe me, take a look.
5: You mean. Why, the dirty. If he's here, I'll. Jeep? Jeep? Hey, there's a couple of. I
1: see someone else had the same idea about Moxie.
5: But. But that's Eddie. That's Alice's brother.
1: Yes, it is. I think we'd better step back into the hall. Was Eddie a friend of yours, Ben?
5: Why, sure. I mean, well, no, not exactly. He wasn't her real brother. Senator Clark adopted him. Nobody liked Eddie very much.
1: I see. Did Eddie uh, approve of Moxie
5: seeing her sister? Well, he, he said he didn't care. It was all right with him. I asked him to talk to her, and he said, well, she was having fun. Why not let her?
1: Having fun?
5: Yeah, she used to go down to Moxie's Golden Swan nightclub a lot. Said she got a kick out of it. You seem to think a girl ought to see all sides of life.
1: Hmm. Blumming, she calls. I see. Then Alice had seen Moxie before tonight. Oh, yes.
5: Why? Say, I haven't said anything to get Alice in trouble, have I? Look, Inspector. She she wouldn't do anything really wrong, Mr.
1: Drake. Perhaps not. Look here, Ben. You're in love with Alice, aren't you? Why, sure I am. I'm not
5: kidding anyone about that.
1: Splendid. Now I want you to listen carefully to what I have to say to <laughs> you.
3: Miss you're Senator Clark's only relative except for his children. Oh
4: Yes, I am, Inspector Dabbins. And if the
3: children were to die, you'd inherit all the money?
4: Yes, I would, Inspector Dabbins.
3: Uh huh. Even if the children were, shall we say, uh, murdered?
4: <laughs> well, that wouldn't make any difference at all, Inspector
3: huh. Uh How much money would you inherit, mistaken? Aiken?
4: Oh, a lot, about uh, $10 million.
3: $10 million. <coughs> uh, Miss Aiken, do you realize that this places you in a very uh, unfavorable position?
4: I Well, I uh... I might be arrested and, and say, I'm sucking. Well now I... to the electric. Chair. That's only if <laughs> Oh, Inspector Dad. Huh? I think you're wonderful.
3: All right. <laughs> uh, Jump and shoot a punching to that. Oh,
4: where in dear. the dickens
3: did that come from? Well, it's it pounded like hell. Inspector. Inspector, yes. who are you? Someone's quick. Yeah, huh? the girl, I think. It must have been Alice, huh? Uh, yeah, it it comes from upstairs, huh? That's right. Come on, let's go. L- yeah. Follow her... me. Which room is
1: it?
4: This one.
3: Jump in, Judith. She's all crumpled up on the floor.
4: Prepare! Been
3: Listen, I Yes, never... You did, Inspector Danton. I heard what you
4: keep said. Keep, keep oh. quiet. Keep
1: coming out of it.
4: What happened?
1: You're all right, Miss Clark. You must have painted. Oh. oh. What is it?
2: Has he gone? That terrible face.
1: Who was it, Miss Clark? What happened?
2: He came in from the balcony. I was lying here with my eyes closed. There was a squeaking sound made by the window. And I opened my eyes, and there he was, coming toward me. That terrible, leering grin on his face. So
3: then what did you do?
2: I screamed. I Jumped from the bed and ran toward the door. And
1: then you fell?
2: I'm not sure. Everything went black.
1: Well, I remember. Oh, you poor child! Now look at you right now. Hey, Bard, what's wrong, Inspector? Where's the kid? Who? Hmm. Oh, uh, Ben Thayer. Yeah, where is he? He was with us when he started up the stairs. Well, he uh, he must
3: have gotten away in the excitement. Just like that, he eh? got away during the excitement. Listen, Bart. Hey, what are you doing over there?
1: Would you mind stepping over here, Inspector? Yeah,
3: sure. Well, what are you opening and closing those windows for?
1: Shh, not so loud. I want to find out if either of the windows in this room squeaks.
3: Squeaks? Hey, the girl did say she heard
1: the window squeak, didn't she? Hmm, Either one of them squeaks.
3: Then the girl was lying. The fainting business was an act. I'm going to... Inspector,
1: wait. It's quite possible she only imagined the squeak. She seems fully recovered now. Come on, Inspector. I have an idea. You're feeling better, Miss Clark.
2: Yes, much better, thank you. Did you find out anything?
1: Only that the intruder escaped through the window. Miss Clark, under the circumstances, I know that this may seem a little out of place. Uh, but
2: Mr. Gray. I'd like I... to
1: have you accompany me, Inspector Datton, and your aunt on a visit to Moxie Ramone's nightclub immediately. <laughs>
4: Are all these people really murderers,
3: Inspector? Yes, ma'am. Most of them spent the morning in the electric chair, then they visited the gas chambers. Well, she asks a dumb question. She gets a dumb (laughs) answer. Oh,
4: Inspector, (laughs) I think you're cute.
2: (laughs) I wish we hadn't come here. I hate this place.
4: Oh.
1: What's wrong with Clarkson?
2: There he is. Hmm? Over near the door. The man with the horrible, leering face.
1: Oh, yes, I see him. He's staring straight at us.
2: Hey, that's Dogface Kylie.
1: Exactly. Moxie Ramon's first lieutenant. You're sure he was the one who entered your room, Miss Clark?
2: Oh, I'm positive. Oh, please take me out of here. It's
1: all right. He's gone now. There's nothing to worry about, Miss Clark. Dogface has a healthy respect for the police.
4: Why worry about an old face? <laughs> you know, this is my favorite piece. Come on, Inspector. Let's cut a rug, eh? Huh? <laughs> Come on, stupid, stupid. I'm in the groove borrow
3: my fame and let's be a gruesome too. Hey, wait
1: a minute. What the devil kind of language is that? Inspector, I'm afraid you've made a conquest. Oh, here.
4: you're solid, sharp and I'm Armadine. Hold my hand to
1: call me Harry. Now, wait, now, wait. <laughs> hey, bye. It's no use, Inspector.
4: Stop! It's my drizzle. Dress. Let's go.
1: Hubba hubba. <laughs> Oh, guy. He doesn't know what it's all about.
2: I think it's awful the way Aunt Sissy can act so unconcerned when there have been two murders committed practically before her eyes.
1: Possibly. She's not as unconcerned as she appears. Yeah. I'm going to step outside for a moment, Miss Clark. I think you'd better take this.
2: What? The revolver?
1: Yes. Here, you keep it out of sight behind your purse.
2: But why should I There's have... it? There's no little...
1: need for alarm. I merely want to... No, 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 Miss Clark. Take hold of it like that. Did you can't come
2: in here without reservations. I'm sorry, sir. It's Ben.
1: Yes, and he has a gun. I was afraid this would happen. Oh, they're
2: hitting him. Why the bruise? Ben! Ben, here I am.
1: Miss Clark, come back here. Miss Clark!
5: get your paws up.
1: Dogface Kylie,
5: And with a gun, too.
1: Well, well.
5: Yeah, with a gun. It works, too, chum. Okay, Drake, what's the gimmick? Gimmick? Look, chum, let's quit for your nice. Your little trick didn't work, see? I knew you were up to something the minute I saw you here. So when a kid came in and started that fight, you were a baby I kept my eye on.
1: Dogface, you're amazing. I had no idea there was such a clever Blaine lying behind that handsome profile. Oh, you dirty compass stooge. Yes, but before you do, tell me something, Dogface. How are you going to beat the rap for murder? Beat the what? What do you mean, murder rap? Yes, two murder raps, in fact. Your late boss, Moxie Ramone, and young Ed Clark. Are
5: you nuts. I wasn't even near the place. What place,
1: Dogface? Clark's. So uh... oh,
5: that's it. You lousy rat. You're trying to hang those two murders on me. Well, look, you Yes, copper...
1: it wouldn't be difficult at all, Dogface. You were at the Clark's place tonight. Miss Clark saw you. She never oh, saw yes, me. Oh, she it. did. So I give her your description of uh, what she calls your Visage? Visage? What's that? Yes. Further, the more we have fingerprints on the window that you forced, I'm afraid, Dogface, that we'd have no trouble at all hanging the two murders on you, especially since it's common knowledge that you and Moxie weren't getting on too well. So
5: it's a frame-up, eh?
1: Yes, and it's one little stick. What do you want, Drake? The note that young Ed Clark signed for money he lost Moxie's gambling table.
5: I don't know what you're
1: talking yes, about. Yes, you do. You and Moxie were using the notes to blackmail Alice Clark. You're crazy. No, I'm not. Senator Clark's name is coming up for reelection next fall. You knew he couldn't stand unfavorable publicity, especially since he's one of the most important military committeemen in Washington. So you worked on his daughter.
5: You can't prove that, and if you try, all this stuff will come out in the paper. I won't have to prove it,
1: Dogface, because you're going to give me any and all papers that Ed Clark might have signed. Either that, or you're going to face a murder charge, Dogface, and that's something I can prove.
5: Oh. Drake, you're a sucker. There's one little bet you overlooked. Suppose you aren't around to do any of that proving you're talking about. Well, I wouldn't
1: be a fool to try that, dog face. Inspector Denton would Ah, oh, no.
5: So I'd be a fool, will I? Well, get this, you two-time
4: detective. You're going to get it right now. and...
1: I... Uh, Inspector, you shouldn't have done that. sneaking Inspector, we've got to move fast now. Everything depends on speed. Come on, man. <laughs>
3: Danton speaking. Yeah, hello, Ryan. I'm at the clock place now. You got the report, eh? Dead about two hours before you arrived. Yeah. What? The girl's fingerprints jumped in Judas. Okay, thanks. Well, Inspector... There were three sets of prints on the gun. Moxie's... It clocked and Alice clocked. Mine? Why,
1: that's crazy. How could Alice's prints get on the gun?
4: Inspector Dan, you're positively off the beam.
2: On the
1: contrary, the inspector is right on the beam. Oh, Oh, no, I don't see how,
4: Michael.
2: Alice has done many things
1: during the past few days that one wouldn't suspect her of, such as telling us so many lies she almost got herself facing a murder charge. Why, you... No,
2: Ben, please. Mr. Drake is right. I have been lying. But I... I was so desperate and so frightened that I... Yes,
1: I know. Alice made the mistake that so many other innocent people have made. He didn't go to the police at once.
2: They... They said if I did, they'd they'd tell about Ed.
1: Yes, that's a blackmailer's threat, Alice. (laughs) The papers we found in Moxie Ravone's (laughs) office tonight would hardly create the scandal they promised. You didn't know that, of course. You knew that Ed had been gambling, so he could have been mixed up in other things.
2: Yes. They... They said that Father could never live the publicity. Being re-elected was so important to him and to the government, too. When you
1: found Moxie dead on the floor, you suspected that Ed had killed him. A worse scandal than ever. So you placed the gun in Moxie's hand, called the inspector, and said someone had committed suicide in your living room.
2: Well, I, I couldn't think of anything else to do.
1: Ben here thought you were carrying on an affair with Moxie because he saw Moxie coming from the house. And you couldn't tell him otherwise without explaining about Ed.
5: Is that true, Alice? Yes. It's true. (laughs) I was dumb enough to think...
1: Things kept building up until the situation was almost intolerable. Tonight's dramatic conclusion must have been, in one sense, a relief.
3: This is all very nice, but we've still got a couple of murders to
1: solve. Who killed Moxie? Ed Clark. Alice, I think, saw him do it. Ed probably came in when Moxie was trying to force some money out of her. He must have realized what a heel he'd been, so he decided to square everything by killing Moxie.
3: Then he beat it, leaving his sister holding the bag.
1: Yes, he probably stood outside, watched Alice pick up the gun and place it in Moxie's hand.
3: So he knows that Alice's prints are on the rod and she might be accused of murdering Moxie.
1: That's right. He came back to get the gun.
3: Okay, so Clark comes back into the room and someone plugs him. Who was it? Moxie did. (laughs) You know what I thought you said, Bart? I thought you said Moxie shot Clark. I did. Now, wait a minute. Moxie was already dead. What kind of a gag is this? There's no
1: gag, Inspector. Alice picked up Ed's gun, placed it in Moxie's hand, crooked his finger around the trigger to make it look like suicide. Stop making sense, (laughs) Bob.
3: I got two murders to solve.
1: Alice knew nothing about guns. As I discovered when I tried to get her to take mine at the Golden Swan tonight, the fact that the safety catch was off meant nothing to her.
3: I still don't get it.
1: Alice placed the gun in Moxie's lifeless hand, Our old friend Rigor Mortis went to work.
3: Rigor Mortis? Now, by Rigor Mortis, uh,
1: Inspector, sets in from one minute to two hours after a person dies. If you read a book written by a certain well-known private detective, you'd know that Rigor Mortis is a slow stiffening of a dead person's muscles. Could that well-known
3: detective be a guy named
1: Barton Drake? Yes, it could, Inspector. Rigor Mortis immediately began tightening the finger that was crooked around the gun in Moxie's hand. Jumping Judas.
3: Now I get it. Moxie's finger kept tightening around the trigger. And, and when
1: Ed lifted up Moxie's hand to remove the gun, it exploded in his face.
3: Well, I'll be... him right between the eyes. That's right. Yeah, I, I'll bet this is the only case on record where a dead man committed murder. By golly, we were certainly smart to figure that one out.
4: Oh, oh, oh Inspector dadson I think you're... Simply one.
3: Now, wait a minute, <laughs> Miss Satan. You're <laughs>
1: solid. You're
4: super.
2: You're a, a wolf in policeman's
1: clothing. Hey, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Inspector, but mystery is my hobby. <laughs>
0: Welcome back! This show is uh, so much fun uh, to listen to. It's probably more fun than it has any right being given... Uh, the cast, and probable budget, but this is just uh, a fun series. I love the end, and just how she managed to get a reaction out of Denton. Just a uh, classic, and also uh, when Barton Drake arrived, and the daughter just made a bunch of assumptions about him. As for the solution to the case... It seems like a really improbable way for this to have played out. But, of course, that takes us back to that great Holmesian axiom. When you eliminate the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. It also, I think, speaks to what type of program this is. Uh Because I think, you know, mystery is my hobby. I've not done a strict count, but I know we've had several cases where none of the suspects in the case did it. It turned out to be suicide, or it turned out to be some other cause of death. And really, with Mystery as my hobby, it is about the puzzle, and following the clues, and finding the solution. Any sort of troubles or challenge dealing with uh, villains is kind of secondary. This series doesn't actually need there to be a murderer every week. Because as long as we get to a solution that's clever and is plausible enough for us to buy, and we have a good time, it doesn't matter uh, if there's a murderer or how clever the murderer is. It's all about the puzzle with this series. And just uh, getting to hear uh, Barton Drake and Noah Danton work through the case. Alright, well I do want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I want to thank Natalie. Natalie's been one of our Patreon supporters since April 2017. Currently supporting us at the Shamus level of... or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Natalie. And that will do it for now. Join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of Mystery is My Hobby. And then a week from Saturday... Uh, we're going to be getting into the series T-Man. In the meantime, I do send your comments to Box13 at GreatDetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.